Thank you for tuning in to Make It Make Sense with Gia and Friends. So today we're going to discuss COVID-19 and how it's affected our relationships or singledom. Um, I'm in a relationship, a few of my friends are single, some are dating, and so we're going to get on and chat about how that's affected us. And today we'll have Aaron, Tiffany, Stephanie, and Tiana. Oh, okay, ladies. Well, you know, since we're recording, finally, <laughs> what I wanted to talk about today, um, let me let Chrissy run down the stairs because I'm going to have to edit this because her freaking big ass feet walking down the stairs sound like freaking duck clocks. But yeah, um, no, when um, what I wanted to talk about with you guys today was just how relationships and dating has evolved for you during COVID. Um, so if you guys want to, you know, and just talk about, you know, if guys are approaching you, what have they been saying? What are they talking about? Um, and if you're not dating right now, like, what would be the game plan for you if this is our new reality for the next year or so in dating? Um, well, this is Aaron. Hi, so <laughs> last week I downloaded a Tinder account because I was bored out of my mind, just bored. And um, it's actually going really well. I got a nice roster. I'm in Chicago. We're supposed to be going to Hawaii next week. Oh, I love that. Okay, I'm here for it. So you're going to Chicago. What is no? Your... I'm going. All right, no, I I said our first date had to be somewhere neutral. So he said Hawaii. Hawaii. Okay. So what does the situation consist of for you? Like what's your ideal situation? Um, separate room, same room? I don't know. I kind of told him I would play it by ear over the next couple of weeks. Um, but it's like, I've li we've literally been FaceTiming like four or five hours a day since I've met him. I love um, this. So I don't know uh, what, what the setup would really be. I hadn't really given it much thought. Well, actually, I think we were thinking about getting an Airbnb. Because if you get a hotel, you have to be quarantined for 14 days. Oh, okay, okay. So today we started looking into maybe getting an Airbnb instead. So sounds like we are staying together. Okay, I like that. So what about what about you, Tiff? What's what's on the agenda? Or what, what has been occurring? Um, I've just been married to work right now. Um, I've been married to just starting my own business. Mm -hmm. So I haven't been... Uh, I haven't really... I had nothing going before the quarantine, so I'm not, I don't have to worry about maintaining anything. <laughs> like me, like me. So yeah, so I am, I am just right now married to uh, getting this bag. That's, that's what I'm doing right now. And so and like working on, in getting uh -huh. your bag, like if we're like this for a year, are you going to take Aaron's approach and try online dating and see where that goes? Or what would be, I mean, so our new normal social right. dis distancing, not being in people's faces. So how, I mean, I, me and you typically meet guys in person. That's, you know, <laughs> so this, this whole, whole online thing would be different for me if I was single right now. Right. So, um, I guess, yeah, I mean, I'll play with the, the idea, but right now, I'm, hard you know, yeah, I'm not pressed, but I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm keeping myself busy. So, but I definitely think if this is my new normal, I will definitely consider the alternative. What about you, Seth? Um, well, <laughs> I tried doing the Tinder and like downloading the app. But at first, I, apparently, I didn't know how to work it. I was like, I, I'm not paying to talk to people. Like, I'm just not. And everybody kept saying I was doing it wrong. So I just got the hang of it yesterday. But still nobody that I could see myself really dating or even, like, I'm not a good dater to begin with. Like, I don't like on dates because they're awkward to me. So I end up, like, just talking to guys that I already knew or already been talked to. So I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't know how I'm going to approach this. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, I think I do better in person. 
Yeah, that but you're yeah, because we're social people. Well, Tiana, um, I I know we've talked a lot about like this kind of stuff. What what about you? What's going on? Key, I don't know. If, I see her here, but I can't. If the connection is bad. Is everybody on Wi-Fi? Yeah. Huh? Uh oh, I guess I we we I'll lost see. Tiana. Uh, but I'll just I'll 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 share with you guys what's been going on with me. Um, I'm dating, obviously the same guy for almost two years, and it's been a quarantine has been a, a beast, no lie, because we're 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 used to being able to go to the movies and out to dinner and stuff like that. We can't do anything like that. And staring at somebody in their face for so many hours, I mean, it's cool and all, but, you know, it's not, we're finding new ways to be together because this is not something that we're used to. I mean, basically, it almost feels like you're jumping into marriage and you're not married yet. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but Tiana, I don't know, you, you, you had connection issues. Are you back? Yeah. Hear me or not? Yeah, we can hear you. Um, yeah, we can hear you. Oh, well, my I was already in a transition before this event occurred, so I haven't been dating. Oh, Tiana, Tiana, it's um, it's breaking up really bad. Uh oh, T. Tiana, can you hear me? Hello? Darn. I really want to hear her perspective. And it sucks. You got to be on Wi-Fi on here. Um, or it just sounds like you're underwater. Um, but yeah. So, Aaron, tell us more about this this hot date in Hawaii. I think Aaron is the only one I that know. really has You got like the, the juicy juice. What's what's happening? Like, is what does he look like? I mean, is he your ideal mate physically? Um, or what happened? Uh, the guy that you're going to meet in Hawaii, like physically, is he everything that you want in a mate, or are you finding new ways to meet a partner at hello? Meaning, like, you know, typically we had like our our standard guys, our our one two three checklist. Does he check off of that list or have you for? Um, I think he's cute. He's a Nigerian dude. Okay. Um, love yeah, he's Nigerian. Y'all oh, love to see that. His name is Ade. Which is the... Oh, I, I, had, I did not know he was African. Yeah, he's Nigerian. <laughs> um, so he's, I mean, I think he's cute. He has a bald head, beard, you know, the standard. Yeah. Is he gorgeous? Mm-hmm. And, oh. and you guys um, vibe, you know. Yeah, he's, he's really easy to talk to. He's super cool. He's funny. Um, He's looking to like get married and have kids and shit. All, so. all the things you want. Yeah. I feel like what this quarantine and COVID has done for us is it's kind of eliminated the bullshit. Um, where now, because I mean, I still have people in my DMs on Instagram and I literally have had guys. Okay. Say, can, can, <laughs> can, you, can we quarantine? And I'm like, what does that consist of exactly? And to men, to some men right now, like booty calls have now become quarantining. Like it's not oh, like yeah, that's a no go. <laughs> no, no that's an absolute no. That's <laughs> out. So you have those guys who are like, "Come quarantine at my house so we can get the freak on, and then you can move on." No, thank uh, you. <laughs> and then you have the guys like the guy that's going um, uh, to Hawaii with Aaron, who like they already kind of knew they were ready for a relationship, but this is forcing them. To be like, okay, yeah, it's really time for me to to settle down. Um, and or they I see say it that. Like, I can say all my little, that. all the little booze that I fuck with. I feel like they've been super like, not on me tough, but like keeping in touch and seeing how it is. And I think because it's like everything's all fun and games when you're a single guy because you're able to go out and kick it. But it's like once you're stuck in the house for real, for real by yourself. And there's like really no bitch in sight, then it gets real. Well, whereas us women, we have had no choice but to get used to this <laughs> this reality. We spend a lot of time alone in the house already, and now this is a whole nother ball game. But yeah, I definitely. But if you spend a lot of time at home too by yourself, then you're kind of used to it, and you're not, in a sense, you're not thirsty. Like you miss the outdoors, 
but you're not just going to take anybody just because you don't know how to be by yourself. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Because I've actually, it's funny because I feel like I was already kind of quarantining in a sense because I had stopped going out a lot. Uh-huh. So it kind of prepared me to this. I thought I was going to be worse, but actually I'm all right with being home, but I'm just not going to, I mean, people ask, can they come through or can you come through? And it's like, do I really want to spend this time with you? Yeah. Because <laughs> what, what happens is like for me, am I that lonely? Yeah, and, and exactly. <laughs> and, and what, but do you have to be lonely to want to see someone stuff? No, I don't no think... but I also feel like some of these guys think like, oh, they're just, she's at home. She doesn't have nobody. She's going to want to come through like and hit like, nah, it's not that I had a guy ask me, if I want, if I didn't want no dick because it was quarantine and it'd been three weeks already, and it's like, nah, I don't, <laughs> like I don't know you. That's why. See, that's why I'm on people be asking oh. the most stupidest shit, and I'm like, bro, I was like, it was just a conversation. Now you're talking about dick. Aaron had a, a good comment. Hold on. I said, guys always think that you're worried about dick. Like, there's been so many guys. It's like, so who's over there? Who's hanging out with you? Like, they always think that if you're not with them, you're in another man's face because that's probably what they're But doing. you can it's take like... care of yourself. That's what I try to tell my friends. I like, I could take care of myself. I don't, I want it, but I don't need it. Yeah. Well, I, my main thing, <laughs> thing is having like someone to lay next to at night. Like, I don't intimacy? Really have to, yeah, intimacy. Yeah. I don't have to have sex even though like I feel like every time I see my boyfriend like it's almost like before we leave each other before he goes back to his house he, it's always like okay let's get this in there we could you know what I mean it's kind of like we don't have to I you know where I'm saying we don't have to like I'm not hard pressed on it but um I, I this situation has unearthed like childhood traumas for me that I didn't realize I still needed to work through especially in relationships because you don't know like when you're part you I, I don't want to be in his face every day I, I don't want him here seven days a week I really don't um, because we're not married yet and I just don't want that and so like we're trying to find a balance where we have we spend enough time apart but then also I, I don't become this like oh I'm not seeing you enough girlfriend either do you know what I mean Right. Yeah. Yana, are you back with us? Yeah, I had to come in the house. Oh, okay. Because that Wi Fi girl, that Wi Fi. No, it was because I was in the backyard. Um. No. So you were saying we didn't hear what you were saying about what's what's your situation uh, right now. Basically, I was saying that I'm not dating because I have not been date, dating for a while because I was already in a transition before this whole COVID nineteen even popped off. But um, I think I'm. I don't know. I'm just goal driven right now. Like guys, to me, are just not a part of well, what's going on right now. Yeah, I feel. I feel that. I definitely I feel like, that. Yeah, I be feeling like they don't. You know, this is just part of my experience that a lot of times when I have dated or dealt with or whatever you want to call it with men, they really don't. They don't offer enough and they standards be like hella extreme for what they bring it to the table. So Girl. it's more of a hindrance than it is a hobby or whatever. I, I, I just can't deal with it. Yeah. My patience yeah. and my tolerance is like on zero. So, but if this goes on for two years, you guys, like, seriously, what are you going to do? But that's if that's what's on your mind right now. Like she's gold driven. Tiffany. No, I get that. But I'm saying like in the future, like in the future, let's say you reach your goals. Like Tiffany submitted a bid for the city. That's going to happen. We put that in the, in the air, you know, um, into the universe. But like outside of that, once she's reached her goals, like once Tiana's where she wants to be, you're where you want to be. Like, how are you going to reintroduce dating into your life if this is our normal? I mean, for me, I would say, I mean, if we can't go out and socialize like we used to, then it's going to have to be some form of, I mean, what we've already been exposed to. Because I feel like social media and all these things that... um we have at our fingertips right now this has all shaped us for going forward like we've already been yeah. shaped for this right here so I mean 
you you got to kind of move with with the trend. You, I mean, if if outside accessibility is not, we can't do that. Then you got to go with with, with yeah with the data naps or you know or whatnot. But I, figure out which one but, to go on. So we have Farrah so, in the house. Farrah just came over. Hi, Farrah. Hi. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Good day. So, fair, yeah. uh, so what's Farrah's dating status? Huh? She said, what's your dating status? What, what's your dating status during this COVID-19? Um, all over the place. I have long distance relationships. Uh, <laughs> you said it plural. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what dating well, is, though. That's what dating is. Yeah. A lot of women got the wrong idea of it. And then I got a couple of people that kind of interested in locally but not too interested in. I got to see what they're about when the corona is over. Right. So, because I feel like there's a desert island effect that's going on. So, so, yes. so everybody is you know, everybody is, you know, essentially perf- um, perf- um, everybody Everybody is behaving as if they're on a desert island with you because there's no other activities, no other interactions. Right. So everybody is all about that baby, baby, please, you know, and acting like, yeah. oh, you know, I, you know, they, they're saying one thing, but there's no way for you to fact check it. True. Correct. True. You can't. Well, there's no the fact check. The option pool is low right now. So you know how that right. goes with, with men. Once their options get back up, then they start acting like, you know, like they could do without. I feel like this right. time has also revealed the guys who were hiding their relationships. Right. Because they can't come True. Out. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like, oh, oh, you wasn't single, were you? This whole time. You know, because. Oh, I, I have. Know, a... Now they got to be. They got to be laid up with who they've been with. I have a friend that will remain nameless, but she was uh, calling me, telling me how she was so in love. She just found out she's 10 weeks pregnant with twins. And then she bumped and she bumped into the guy that she was has been dating in um, the laundromat with his woman and their kids. Oh my God! We gotta get her on the call. No, she won't do it. But <laughs> she's like devastated now. Like this just happened. Oh, yeah, it just happened. So she's like, it's, that is tragic, right? I was just on the phone with her all night. So she's and this isn't a time where you can go get an abortion either. <laughs> I don't know if people realize that. Like she doesn't believe do- in abortion, but she she wouldn't do it either way. But. You know, she just looks at it as, you know, like she just, you know, she has been blessed with two more children and she's super excited. But she, you know, never thought she would be in this predicament where now she, you know, is a single mom, you know. And so she essentially thought that, you know, this is going to be the person that she was going to be with the rest of her life or, you know, that they were going to build something together. But, you know, I'm like, that's insane. That is totally insane, but a lot of that's happening. I mean, you're gonna have the women's... fact that you cross paths with them at the laundromat. Don't well, we know where you universe, girl. The ancestors <laughs> will bring you the truth, okay? If, if you want it or you don't want it, they will bring it to you, and and that was everything. She needed to know that truth so that she could move with her life the way she's supposed to, right? So that, you know, and 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 that's unfortunate that that's happening to people. And that there's someone out there like this, but there are also women who are going to get pregnant during this COVID shit and think that they're going to be able to go get rid of the baby, and they ain't going to. Mm. Mm. Because now OBGYNs are only seeing patients under extreme circumstances, and an abortion is not considered essential. I don't. Okay, well, I think in the state I of California, mean, it is, but I, it, I, it is. But I think certain I'm states, like, it's not. Certain states, it's not. It's not. Yes. But in the state um, of California, abortion is still considered essential. So in Texas and Atlanta, in the South, abortions are non-essential, and then you can't go get an abortion right now out there. Mm, I'm gonna need people to be a little more careful, Dan. Yeah, me too. Yeah, exactly. And then I, I think it's just, some, I don't know, this, this time really makes me think about what the long term of my life is going to look like. 
even with who I'm with now, like, am I going to be able to tolerate, you know, because ultimately you choose, when you choose a partner, you choose somebody that is going to, um, that, who shit you can deal with because everybody come with shit, you know? So now it's just showing me like, am I, am I really able to deal with all this shit? Right. Because I, I was cool dealing with this shit when I could be out and about and, and doing my own thing when we weren't together. But now that I have solitude in self, am I really okay with the shit that, that he's bringing to the table? That's- you know, that's where I'm at. And um, I guess as we all start, you guys all start to, when you're ready, enter relationships, those will be things that come up because it's just, it's weird. It's kind of like, oh... I liked you, but not like that I much. Jumped in. Huh? I liked you, but not that much. <laughs> no, but not I liked you, not that much, because I love him unconditionally. But it's like I, I, I'm learning nuances to his personality that I never would have saw if it wasn't for this. So that's why I'm grateful for this, because even when this is all over, I feel like him and I will really be at a place where we know if we're going to, you know, get married and be together or be like, no, we're just going to be friends. Do you know what I mean? So for couples, it gets heavy because you're around a person a lot and there's the conversations are different. It's wanting to know that you can depend on somebody, you know? I think we lost Stephanie. Well, the real starts to be revealed. Exactly. Exactly. That's the same thing when you move in with somebody. You know, people, you know, they have these relationships and then when they move in, that's why I'm not an advocate for fast relationships. I do not believe in those at all. Because anything that you're doing in the honeymoon phase of the relationship is likely not to manifest when going forward. It's just, you know, you, you guys are both on a high and once you really start peeling back those layers to a person, you know, people... You just talking about people. Some people be like, "Oh, this person changed on me." No, it's not about changing. It's about things are being revealed now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, Fair, have you had any um any male encounters? Have you hung out with any of your suitors? Um, a couple. I. Uh... And how did you guys entertain yourselves? We watch TV. I'm very, 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 very strict on my interactions with people mm-hmm. and allowing people to come over to my house. So I must really like you or be interested with mm-hmm. you to let you come over. And when I do, mm-hmm. you better be doing something for me. Like I had a guy that came over <laughs> and rub, rubbed my feet for two hours while I was on my computer oh, acting like I was working. <laughs> oh, I love so, it. So, you know, I see what I can get out of them. Is this worth mm-hmm. my time? Or are you just waiting around to get what you want and then you're going to kick rocks? So I make it exciting every time and make sure I get something out of it. That's right. Yeah, we have to. I love that. You know, um, it's definitely a a spoiled time for for each sex because men are getting home-cooked meals. (laughs) I do that anyway. (laughs) <laughs> that's how I, you know? I, I will them in I ring them in with my home cooked meals and and then after the home cooked meal you know you get the pampering but I, I, I read on Instagram a girl had a guy um, he he wanted to go on a date and so they did a FaceTime date and he sent her he asked her where she wanted dinner from and he post made a dinner not from a fast food restaurant and I thought that was so romantic and and kind of the, showing the evolution of dating and what de- it may look like for some of us uh, down the line, you know, but it was a really cool story to read on Instagram. I was like, Oh, that's cute. You know? So they sat over FaceTime and ate their dinner and, and talked and act like they were at a restaurant. So it was kind of cool. Oh, you know? Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I look forward to hear Aaron, hearing Aaron's stories when she comes back from Hawaii though. So we'll, we'll definitely have her back on to tell us all the juicy juice. Right. We all want that tea. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> Aaron didn't even hear it. And she said she can't wait. <laughs> so, Aaron, you got some two cents to put in. <laughs> we all said we can't wait till you get back from Hawaii to hear about this date. And Ferris hasn't even been here for the 
at the beginning of the story, but she says she can't wait either. <laughs> he said, I have a confession. So back in the day, when I would meet new guys and they'd be like, what do you want to do? And I'd be like, I want to go on a cruise. And so I went on three cruise dates with three guys that I didn't even know. <laughs> I mean, that's a, I mean, a good way to get to know. I mean, just in general, I think it's a good way when you are in one of those settings because, you know, we're always on the go, you know, we're always in the rat race. And I feel like when you do do something or travel with someone just in general, um, Mm -hmm. you get to know them, whether it be friend, lover, family member, once you travel with them, then, you know, you you get to, you have that intimacy and you get to see like how they move and what they're about and, you know, if they're considerate and, you know, and how you guys mesh together so I can say this I can say that all three of them um did not involve intimacy um like I had hoped I remained friends with with two of them um that we're just cool friends and and they moved on with their lives and it made us better friends and on the cruise realized like we really are compatible in dating but you know we're gonna be friends um so that was really funny and I think that like for Aaron what she's gonna find is she's gonna really be able to determine whether or not she can deal with him pretty quickly because when you travel as a first date it does reveal the person a little quicker and then you can say oh okay no we'll be better friends what I liked is like the guys all were okay saying hey I don't think this is gonna work out um with one of them it made it a little bit uncomfortable but um, the other guys were, were cool. We just did our own thing on the boat and went back in the room and slept on our side of the room and, you know, and went about our day. So it was it was it was cool, you know. And nothing like a free trip, I'll tell you that much. Oh, I'm down for a free trip. <laughs> that's that's I have a question. Duke trip. <laughs> okay, so I have a question. So yeah. from the ladies, like, do you all, date, like, what's the intention behind dating? Because I think that matters, too. Do you date for marriage or do you date for fun? Because I kind of think that so, men date for different reasons than us women do. Correct. Okay, so I guess I'll answer first. This is Tiffany. Okay. Um, so I feel like in the past, I've never dated intentionally. Meaning, like, I'll date, see, you know, before I reveal what I want I want to see if I want that from you first mm-hmm. you know I'm not going to say oh this is what I'm dating for and then when I get to know you I'm like ah, curve you to the left you know so I, I like to see if you know you're even worth revealing what you know what I'm trying to do or what my plan is or but I feel like that was the wrong approach so um, and you know to then then say after I get to know you or if I like you like oh you know what I do plan you know my short-term goals my long-term goals blah 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 but I now I realize that that is how I should have um you should approach um I feel like that that's how they I should have approached it from the beginning I should have said like you know um I am um you know, I'm interested in being married Mm -hmm. in the future, not immediately, Mm -hmm. but if we get to know each other, like, and, you know, things are going well, I expect us to be in a committed, you know, monogamous relationship. Then after that, I want to be, you know, I want to get married. Mm -hmm. So even if these aren't your goals, these are my goals Mm -hmm. because men, when you tell them those things, like when some men, the men that aren't for you, when you tell them those things, then they're like, oh, well, you're giving me an ultimatum. So now I let people know from the beginning, no, these are my goals. This is what Mm -hmm. I want to do. I'm not necessarily saying with you, but my goal is to be married. Mm -hmm. Like I'm dating to meet the, uh, I'm dating to meet somebody to Mm -hmm. marry. So I'm not saying it's you. I'm not going to say it's tomorrow, but those are my intentions. So if you don't see marriage in your short term goals or long term goals, then we, you know, that's you're not Mm -hmm. for me so now I'm doing a especially ever since this COVID-19 and just the scare of not knowing what tomorrow brings Mm -hmm. I'm doing everything with intention like you know so I'm doing everything intentionally so you know I'm I'm dating with a purpose I'm living with a purpose and I just feel like 
I just have a new perspective on life. Anybody else? Um, for me, I I dated before um, this current relationship. I really dated. I had a haphazard way of dating, frankly, because I wanted marriage, but I never wanted to talk about it because I was raised that you don't bring up the heavy shit initially. And after my self-healing, I realized that you bring that shit up because you you have to know if somebody is on, on the same page as you and whether or not they see you as a situationship, a booty call, or whatever. But if you hold it back, then they'll never know. So with this current relationship, that's what I, I led with and we talked about um, very thoroughly. And I'm finding now that, um, you know, in yeah. this relationship, I think we have some background talk. <laughs> oh yeah, um, uh, can you can, can, can you yeah. <laughs> um, But uh, no, in this relationship, yeah, I had to remind him today because I called myself single in the bio at first, and he said, "You're not single," and I said, "But you are." Well, but I, I think it, it, that, that became like a whole argument between us. Because for him, he feels like I shouldn't be calling myself single, but I had to remind him that I'm not nobody's wife right now. And until I'm somebody's wife, I'm technically single. Right. As I feel like we're at a certain age, meaning 21, but we're at a certain age <laughs> where, <laughs> where, where I'm, I feel like, look, you either my trick or my husband, period. So pick one. So I'm not about to sit up here and date you, date you to death. You know what I mean? Like, so like, that's where I'm coming up. That's why I mentioned like dating with a purpose or, you know, so it's not that I don't love you or I don't want to be around you, but you know, at the end of the day, if you don't want to put a ring on it, then skirt, you know? So, but that's just where I'm at right now. I wasn't there before, but you know, I'm, yeah. I'm just there now. Because I want to build you, with Sarah? somebody. Give me one second. Oh, so, oh, yeah, I'll let everyone doing? answer this one first because I got another question too. But... <laughs> okay. She said, how about you, Aaron? How do you? How do I feel about what? But ask the question to Aaron again, Javana. Shoot in here. Oh no, Tiana, that was a Tiana question. Uh, oh, oh, Tiana, what was the question? Was um, what now dating like? Do you date with intention or do you date for fun? Um, I say recently, just the year, I should say. I've been very intentional in my dating and I can see the difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when you tell somebody up front, like, look, bro, I'm trying to have kids. I want to get married. Like, this is what we're trying to do. And if you're not trying to do that, like, I'll date you, but nigga, I'm not exclusive mm-hmm. with you. So don't get your feelings hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Erin is very progressive with her thinking and her dating. So, well, Erin and, and I, I, I learned, share the I, same you know, approach I've learned, in some areas. But I think I've learned a lot from living with her because I was you know I was kind of scared to be up front because you know be up front and be like intentional or you know to just live out loud like you know this is what I want fuck you you know type we were and then, not to. wait can I, inter- we can I interject on that yeah. part because for me they're in the there you know the that's the reason why I asked the question because I know for me I'm very I'm brutally honest and oh. I have been told by other women, like in my circle, like when they come to me for advice and I tell them, you know, like how to respond to certain stuff or how I would respond to certain things. They're like, like, you really talk like that or you really come like that? And I'm like, yes, because who has me besides me? And right. Now, why yeah. am I going to lie or sugarcoat or minimize? what I want out of this because the other person who I'm dealing with he's gonna get what he wants. He ain't gonna he's not gonna shy away and bow out and, and try to cover up what he what he wants. So why right. should I? Yeah. You know, and when you're and that goes both ways. When you're being treated fairly and when you're not being treated fairly. I will tell some I will tell a man in a heartbeat, I don't like that. And if you continue to do that, this is going to be a no-go. I don't have no problem uh, um, expressing when I'm when when someone's making me feel right or when someone's making me feel wrong. Yeah. And- I always tell men, 
there's a lot of women out there that require a lot less. You're more than welcome to take right. it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I love right. that. <laughs> I know. But no, I, I think one of the things that I've learned from Erin is it's okay to be selfish. It is. You know? It's okay. Like, it is. And she said, it's okay because if you don't, you know, like you said, Tiana, um, that's that's Aaron's mantra. Like, if you don't take care of yourself, who right. is? Like, if you don't make time for yourself, if you don't make sure you are a priority, then, you know, who is? So, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely taking a page out of Crazy Ass Aaron's book. And for me, I was in a long relationship. I was in a relationship for 10 years where we did not have no breaks. We was together for 10 years straight. And so I always... You know, and I it, I don't know, it may not be fair to do this, but, you know, a child came out of that relationship. So we have a 20 year old together. And my, my thought process is always if I didn't allow my daughter's father to do that shit to me, you for damn sure not about to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I kind of, you know, that's how I lead in my relationships. And I let men know, too, that I was in a long, steady relationship like that. So they know what I'm used to. Oh, that's smart. I kind of I shy away from bringing up um, past relationships. That's a no-no, no, Tiff. Well, no. no, no. It's, I shy it's, away from it because I feel like it's a Pandora's well, box. No, you know, like, it's a Pandora's box and you know, it, it is, but it depends on how you navigate it and how you introduce it yes. because I don't never go into details about the relationship. And when they ask me okay. why we didn't work, I tell them, this is my, I say this every time he's a great father. We just did not work in the relationship and I leave it at that. Yeah. And I okay. leave it at that. But, but you have to remember, so I'm reading a couple books and, um, one of the books is talking about how women approach talking about our exes and also how we how we listen how we talk about the exes. Someone's running water in the background. Oh. Um, uh, but they, in the book they say essentially if you're going to um, ask a guy about his ex-lovers, you really need to listen because if he points out that his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend did everything wrong, and if he like he did anything wrong in the relationship, then that's a sign to you. It's like a red flag of sorts of saying that he lacks empathy and understanding that he contributed to parts of that relationship not working He's a out. And that's why it's really important to talk about past relationships because that you get another person that you're trying to get to know to open up about their faults. You want to know why they broke up. Because I don't, I really don't. Because I feel like whenever anybody tells a story, me included, when guys ask me about my previous relationships, I always say, "What's the point of me telling you?" Because I'm gonna tell you the story with me standing underneath the halo. So, but see, but nigga, it didn't work out. You but that's some sort of a real approach. You're taking ownership for the fact that you, you you're gonna paint yourself as perfect, even though you weren't perfect. But there are a lot right. of people who don't bring up their past relationships at all. And so they don't, they're dating a guy and they don't even realize they may potentially be dating a sociopath or somebody who's incapable of showing empathy in situations, you know, because if you don't ask a guy, why'd you guys break up? And if he goes, oh, we broke up because, you know, she just couldn't handle me. Then that's a man that you should know at the top of uh, the top of everything is not going to be for you because he can't even self-reflect enough to say, Oh, we did, we had poor communication. I probably contributed a little bit, you know, and I look forward to improving no, on that. My current nobody's situation. nobody's gonna ever say a woman is not even gonna say that to a man. My approach with that is I don't ask a lot of questions because I'm a behavior therapist. So in my situation, what I do is people are gonna eventually reveal themselves per conversation. They're gonna tell you yeah. exactly what you mm. need to know through as long as you're listening. Yes, because when you, to me, when you asking someone questions, you're giving them the opportunity to lie to you. Mm, I never looked at it from that perspective, and they yeah, definitely ask, raise yeah, that. You ask, yeah, you asking someone, oh. oh, well, why did you all? Why did you and her break up, or why did you and him? Why did you guys break up? You're right there. You just allowed that person to create the narrative that they think that you want to hear because you just put them on the spot. Yeah. 
But if you let it unfold naturally, just through dialogue, they're going to tell you what happened in their relationship. They're going to tell you. You just have to be ready and listen for it. Yeah. And that's going to be the truth. Yeah. When you let somebody unfold naturally, that's the truth. When you asking someone questions, you giving them the opportunity to lie or to cover up or to minimize what happened. You don't feel like you should ask any questions. I'm not video. saying I'm not saying that you shouldn't ask any questions. What I'm saying is you shouldn't be probing. You can ask, yeah. oh, how, yeah. you can ask general questions like, oh, what's been your longest relationship? Uh, you know, stuff like that. But when you start asking detailed questions, you're giving someone the opportunity to tell you what they think you want to hear. So, how soon in dating would you suggest bringing up your triggers and your traumas? Because, I mean, as healed women, we should know what our triggers are. And and at what point do you articulate to your partner in dating when 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 they start doing something that triggers you? Exactly. So that, that's how I feel too. But a, a lot of women don't want to address their triggers. They don't even know when they're becoming deregulated. Well, for women who do that, that means that they have not taken time to self-reflect because if you're scared to bring up if you're 30 plus or no, I'll take a step further. If you're 35 plus and you're scared to tell somebody that they're triggering you, then you have some self-reflecting to do. Yeah. Because today I had to tell I had to tell my boyfriend in the most eloquent way because I have so I I run in masculine a lot and I never realized how much I ran in masculine in dating until I got with my current boyfriend and I had to articulate to him what he was doing to me that was triggering me without sounding like a whiny baby. I had to tell him, when you do this, you make me feel like this, and then it produces this result, and I become deregulated. Then the text messages go from zero to 1,000 because I'm deregulated because you pushed the trigger button. And he actually listened to that. And I said, and he said, yeah, I understand. And I said, so in future, if you could maybe pick a couple days of the week that work for us to have quality time, that would, that wouldn't trigger me. That would make me remain regulated. And he said, yes, I agree. And we should work on picking days. But if I would have came at him a whole nother way, like I would have maybe two, three years ago, then we would have had a whole different outcome. And so that's when therapy helped me heal those parts that I never even realized things that were triggers. And does everybody know that they're triggers? Or are we still working in here? I know mine. Yeah. Tiffany, sounds like y'all are cooking over there. Oh, Aaron's cooking. Um, I don't, triggers in reference to what exactly? Uh, are you guys referring to like triggers in a relationship or just triggers in life? Triggers Both. Like- both yeah they're they're just triggers that that when people do things so you know when you become deregulation is when you become angry if you become angry or very upset or you do irrational things nine out of ten someone pushed your one of your triggers but are you aware of when you become deregulated um not all the I I wouldn't say all the time I'm self-reflecting and I know. Um, but I do sometimes, you know, I, I can, you know, if because I, I feel like I rarely get mm-hmm. angry. So if something triggers me um to be mad, I know what it is, you know. But um but for the most part, sometimes I I don't. But you know, that I think it's because I'm uh you know, I used to always work. So I just, right now that everything is kind of quiet. And even now, I feel like that's just my, that's just my go-to to keep everything. Um, I think that's just my go-to to keep myself busy and to keep my mind busy. Mm-hmm. I work. So, um, uh, and I've just recently just kind of been tuning into, you know, Tiffany. So I, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I know all my triggers. Yeah, definitely. it's a bunch of books out there. 
I think it's important. I think I think knowing sense of self is is very important before trying to add somebody into that because when you know yeah. the self, then that kind of you can kind of um uh what's the word I'm looking for? You kind of know like what in another person will mesh well with what you have going on. Like that's easier yeah. to decipher. Yeah, because you know, instead of just wasting time trying to figure out, oh, okay, is this person? You already really know, like, if that person is gonna mesh well with what you got going on, because everybody had we, we you know, none of us, no, nobody is perfect. We all have, you know, facets to our personality that we can improve, and you know, mm-hmm. shit going on that we kind of we be trying to dismiss or whatever, but I think relationships is all about acceptance and not, you know, my last, the last guy that I was dating, I used to always have to tell him, you know, this is an as is situation. Like we're too old to be trying to put these, this stipulation here, this stipulation there. Like either I'm going to deal with you as the person that you are and vice versa, or we're not going to deal with each other at all. Yeah. Wait, uh, Farrah has something to say about her, uh, relationships mm-hmm. and triggers I enjoy being single I've been single for a very very long time for some years like my son is seven I've been single for about four or five years I date but I enjoy not having to deal with someone every day which is why I prefer the long distance relationships they work very well. I deal with the person when I feel like dealing with them. I don't have to look at them every day. I don't have to talk to them every day. None of that. I know that I could be very, very moody because I'm set in my ways and I'm used to being on my own and doing and I'm I've always been okay with being mm-hmm. by myself. So yeah, I, I get in a mood where I want companionship and want someone around. I just deal with them when I feel like that. And if they can't come around when I want them around then I don't deal with them at all so So, how do you deal with your triggers when you're dealing in relationships like that because I haven't really had I I haven't I don't allow myself to be in a relationship so you don't see you know like there's no commitment in anything if unless I really really like you and I'm attracted to you in that way where I see that we can go somewhere like this relationship Mm -hmm. can take off then you know, I do a little bit better. I, I, you know, lower my, my guards and all of that. I let them in a little bit more, but if I have to feel secure with that person in order to do that. And I just really haven't met anyone that I feel secure enough to Mm. do that with. And I'm very, very comfortable with being by myself. Because you sound like (laughs) Hobbies. No, oh, I'm a Libra. See, I'm like everything balanced. has to be balanced. very, very fair and balanced and even. And if if you don't rock with me well, I can't. I'm not going to sway down. I'm not going to lower myself yeah, to deal yeah. with you. We need to be on the up and at up all, or yeah. nothing at all. Yeah. Now, I, and I'm a giver. I would give, 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 give so much of myself. And over the years, I learned I'm learning how to say no and to put myself first and not go off of everyone else and what everyone else wants but and go I off of what I want the part that a lot of us women we struggle with because that by nature is what we do because we do mm-hmm. that for our children we're givers we're nurturers mm-hmm. so we have to kind and, of be mm-hmm. mindful that everybody is not deserving of that and it's very difficult to of it. do yep. that when it's natural it's innate come natural to yeah. you yeah you know so yeah, you have to, to learn we have to regulate mm-hmm. what we do. Yeah, we, and we also have to learn how to be comfortable by ourselves with ourselves. We and do. I think yep. once you find that comfort is you you'll know that there's nothing that anyone can provide or do for you that you can't do yourself. And yep. girl, you ain't never lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it allows you to see see people for who they are. Yep. Yes. Yes. And then you and then you can meet them mm-hmm. at who they are. So you I don't get I, I do my best to not get extremely angry with people for who they are, but I have learned in finding my voice with my friends and who I'm dating and my mother 
because you know we deal with a whole nother beast with th- them ladies. Well, that's another show. But um, it, knowing your voice and being able to articulate when people are doing things that are going to make you become deregulated and, and maintaining your peace. You know, and just saying, hey, this this situation isn't going to work out for me or I, I do accept you for who you are um, and I'm going to choose to deal with it. That's like the whole, you know, dating a cheating man thing. You know, some women can deal with a man who has a, a, um, a non-monogamous situation and some women can't. Um, and you really have to learn yourself enough to decide what you are willing to deal with in relationships. Because that's really what it comes down to, especially when you're choosing yeah. a forever and partner. And we also have to learn how to open up. Because when I'm yeah. a very sheltered person and I keep things to myself bottled in. And there was this guy that I was dating at one point in time, dated him on and off a few times. And he was older, older gentleman. Um, no children. He was married before, once before and all of that. So, but he was a very, very single man and he lived a single man lifestyle. So, mm. uh, the one thing he used to always tell me is, Farrah, I need you to open up. I need you to express yourself. I need you to, you know, tell me how you're feeling, this and that. And I was like, when I'm comfortable, I'll share. But, you know, every time we would, you know, go at trying to date and be together or whatever, I learned how to open up a little bit more. And after him, yeah. when I started to date other guys, I I tell people what I want from a very, very jump. Hey, I'm not looking for a relationship. Hey, I'm looking for a relationship. Hey, I'm looking for a fuck buddy. Hey, I'm not looking to, I'm not interested in having a sexual relationship with you. This is, these are my goals. This is what I'm working on for myself. Either you can be a compliment to me and my lifestyle or not. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I um I do, I don't know if Tiana has any more she wants to add or Tiffany before we we finalize this segment of make it make sense. Um. No, not really. I mean, I I just think that overall, um, like for me, I'm very intentional now versus when I was a little bit younger and I was dealing mm-hmm. with people. Um, so I let them know up front what it is, what it's not. And I think I'm able to, you know, weed out faster what's for me and what's not for me. And then I, I was also going to say, too, I think when you, like for me, my daughter is mm-hmm. 20. I'm not having no more kids. So, of course, my intention is going to be a little different because I've had guys ask me, oh, you don't want any more kids. And that may have been the, you know, the breaker in the situation. I'm not sure, but I don't want any more children. So I think when you kind of, when you weed out certain things, that changes the game too of who, you know, who's going to be suit for you. Yeah. So Yeah, because you definitely want somebody pouring water into your soil so your seed grows. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, if you you want kids, you're going to have to do that you you gonna have to do that with somebody else. You know, like, we can still be cool though. Oh no, my daughter is twenty years old. I I'm giving myself another year to have children, to have another child. I really don't want any more children, but if I were to fall in love and get married, I would give my husband a child. But I'm not having any after thirty eight. I'm I'll, I'm about to be thirty six this October, and I don't want any more children. Oh no, it'll yeah, be so like I'm a ten year gap. One or, one or two more children and I um I want products of, of unconditional love so I'm, I want to usher spirits onto this planet with my awoken mind because I raised two amazing kids by myself with from the perspective that I was in when I was younger but as a mature adult I feel like my rearing will be different and I want to do that with someone who wants that with me um, so I give myself to 45 to, to have Ooh. that. If I don't have that by 45, I'm, I'm not upset about it. You know what I mean? And to me, additional kids in my life, if they come, they come, if they're meant to be, they'll be and and if not, it's okay. 
That's where I'm Power to you, popping one out at 45, girl. Okay, because I'm 40 and I wish I would. I'm still trying to not have no damn mom body at 40. Hell no. Well, by forty-five, the, I will have all the bags in the bank, and you know we can we can have a little tweak and nip and tuck in places that oh, that no. we're not even want to have but to go through go. all of that. And then forty-five, no. your best years. I think women, we we're <laughs> going to have our best years in our forties and our fifties. I'm not going well, to raise got, nobody's got long babies. Lines. I right. I want to live in our best life. He gonna have to mess up somebody else's body because I can't do it. I mean, I'm open to surrogacy, to adoption. It, I'm open. I do want to raise two more children. That I can say. Mm. See, I never wanted children. From I start, love being so. a mom, though. Like I love being a mom. Uh, I, I <laughs> it's something, and people always say that to me. Like, you want more kids? I do want more kids. I, it's nothing want, wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, and I, it's nothing wrong, wrong with wanting more children. But I feel like you know it's it's nothing wrong with it. But I do think um, because I do think though you really have to just you know because I'm comfortable at this point. I'm comfortable if I don't have children. You know I kind of made peace with that when I um, recently had to have surgery. I kind of made peace with that before I went into my surgery. Like if I'm if I'm not capable of having kids, I'm good. You know so. I just think that um, if it comes for me, if it comes, it comes. But if it doesn't, then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 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 okay with it. But um, a lot of men, you know, reach out because when I say I don't have kids, they assume I don't want any more. So I just feel like, and then they, a lot of people just assume like, oh, you know, because she's in her late early. 20s just kidding but um you know (laughs) (laughs) and so so a lot of people just assume I don't want kids you know like so I just my just word of advice is just to like you know like we mentioned um earlier just be very intentional and let men know that Mm -hmm. you do want kids it's not negotiable because Mm -hmm. I am there's I was dating a gentleman yeah I was dating a guy who didn't want kids but didn't tell me and he said that you know oh he thought that maybe he could talk me into it I thought because I was so active or involved with my nieces or nephews I might not want none but I'm like if you asked me and I told you I I wouldn't mind having a kid like I do you know if I'm capable of of having kids because this was pre-surgery you know if I'm capable of having kids and I do want them but then you still try to pursue me in hopes I just don't want none in the future like that's crazy so um yeah I definitely would be very intentional like you know and just letting men know because we are women of a certain age just letting them know like yo that's <laughs> certain age guys we are not old my uncle uncle june is in his 80s and that man is driving and, and living his best life so that's really where my reflection point had to come in i'm living in the present moment presently you know i could see myself mothering more children um, I'm not saying we're old. I never said we're old. Yeah, I don't think that we're old. I never said we're old, but I'm just saying we young. I I understand that. We're definitely all young at heart. But I just wanted to I just just wanted to address science and the fact that men can have babies when they're 80, but we can't. So I just I just think it's important to keep that in mind. And you, you know, and the person that you're with or the person that you're dating has to know that. And if you're waiting closer to 45, then the odds of you having another child get slimmer, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But I I don't want a timeline on mine. I, I, if they come, they come. You know, I'm 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 in acceptance um, of of that reality, um, but I definitely hope that they will come. But if they don't, I'm okay. I, I like my son is 21, Chrissy is 16. You know, we um, we're okay if if no more come, but if more come, we're good. It'll be great. <laughs> <That's> Chrissy, <laughs> what did Chrissy say? <laughs> That's a whole nother show. We're going to have to have a show with Chrissy. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> but so I love you guys and thank you for coming on my first podcast and um, you know tomorrow I am going to be talking about women living in and purpose in their goals so um, hopefully Tiffany and Tiana um, and I'm going to have uh, Tanya on if you guys are available to chat tomorrow what's what we're going to be talking about okay that'd be great I would love to join Okay, yeah. so um, I'll I'll text you guys with times and otherwise have great days. Ladies. Okay, it was a pleasure talking okay. to you, Tiana, and you have you guys. You too. Everybody, stay safe. Okay, okay. Right. okay. Love you guys. Stay safe, Bye. and so did Aaron. Yes, <laughs> love you. Okay, love everybody. Bye.